0: video is going to be all about poetry and how I use poetry with my little ones, with my preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten students. I think that there is so much value in using poetry in your classroom or if you're homeschooling at home with your little ones. So I wanted to start this video by sharing five reasons that I think using poetry is really important. These are the five reasons that I use poetry with my little ones. And then I also wanted to give you an example poem that I would use with my students. This one is actually for the month of January. So you can see kind of the idea of the poem that I would use with my students. I'll also show you the sign language that we do when we do this poem and give you some ideas for how you could incorporate poetry into your classroom or your homeschool. So let's get started. The first reason I like to use poetry with my students is because it allows us to work on phonological awareness. So I have lots of previous videos all about phonological awareness. I will link them down below. But if you're not familiar, phonological awareness is being able to hear and manipulate the sounds in spoken language, so in spoken words. Phonological awareness can be broken up into four broad categories. So we have word awareness, syllable awareness, rhyme awareness, and then phonemic awareness. So we can actually work on all of these areas in poetry. So word awareness, we can count the number of words in the poem or in a line of the poem rhyme awareness of course i like to choose poems that rhyme so we are picking out the rhyming words we are maybe asking students to come up with new rhyming words or i'm not saying the rhyming word and i'm asking students to fill in the blank for me see if they can figure out the rhyming word that belongs there so a lot you can do with rhyme we have oh syllable awareness you can pick out words and ask them to count the number of syllables in the word or we can check to see how many syllables are in an entire line And then phonemic awareness is being able to hear and manipulate the sounds, the individual sounds in a word. So not these big chunks of sounds like syllables or rhymes or even words themselves, but just the individual sounds in a word. But we can also do that with poetry. We can talk about the beginning sounds of words. Isolating the beginning sound is usually the first step of phonemic awareness. We can talk about middle sounds and ending sounds. We can separate a word into its sounds and then have students orally blend that word back together. So there are a lot of ways that you can work on phonemic awareness when you're working with poetry. So poetry is great for those phonological awareness skills. You can work on so many of them. My second reason for using poetry with my students is that it helps them develop their language skills. Now let me take a step back for a second and show you the simple view of reading. I have a whole video about the simple view of reading that I will link down below. But very briefly, this is a theory of reading that says decoding multiplied by language comprehension equals reading comprehension, our ultimate goal of teaching students how to read. So my first reason for using poetry was phonological awareness. That is going to help students with their decoding skills because they're working on being able to hear and manipulate the sounds of words. They're going to eventually match those sounds to printed letters, and they're eventually going to be able to decode printed letters, words, into text. So phonological awareness is going to help with that decoding piece. So my second reason for using poetry is this right, right here, this language comprehension piece. This is the other side of the simple view of reading. So this language comprehension piece is helping students to have a wider vocabulary knowledge, to have this really large toolbox of words where they understand what words mean. And they also understand the shades of meaning with words. There's so many words that they mean something similar, but they're just not quite the same. And so we want students to have all of these words in their toolbox so they understand. So in preschool, pre-K, and the beginning of kindergarten, most of our students are not reading yet. But when we're working on language comprehension, we're still working on reading comprehension because they need these language skills, these vocabulary words, this understanding of the meaning of words, to eventually have independent reading comprehension later on. So that's the second reason I love poetry is that it really helps us develop those language skills, helps us build up our students' vocabularies and also their background knowledge. I like to pick poems that go along with either the month or the season or a holiday or something to do, something similar that has to do with that time of year. And that way it's really tapping in and activating their prior knowledge. What do they know about this topic? What is this poem bringing into them that they didn't already know? So it's building that background knowledge, which again is going to help them with their language comprehension, which eventually helps with reading comprehension. So it all works together. The third reason that I use poetry with my students is because it helps promote fluency. So most people think of fluency for students who are reading independently. We want them to be able to read with expression, not like a robot. We want them to have intonation. We want them to look at punctuation and change their voice. So we're thinking about it when they're reading independently, we want them to work on fluency. But we can actually start working on fluency even before our students are reading. With preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten little ones, poetry is a great way to work on fluency. When I'm saying the poem, I am using a lot of intonation and expression. I'm changing my voice. And then as my students are memorizing the poem, they are repeating it with that same expression and that same fluency. So it's a really great model for them to hear how to change your voice, make it go higher, make it go lower. We can change it based on the punctuation. All that we're doing now, orally and together as a class is going to support them for when they are reading independently and they're working on their fluency independently. So poetry is such a fun way to work on fluency. Reason number four that I use poetry with my students is because it helps us work on visualization. So visualization seems like it might be an easy skill to have students create mental pictures in their mind of what they hear, but sometimes it can be a bit tricky especially I feel like in today's day and age when they're constantly on screens, watching shows, having apps, even all of the books that they're reading have a ton of pictures. It doesn't always give them the opportunity to create their own mental images, to create their own pictures in their brain because it's being supplied for them. They're just looking at whatever pictures they're being given. So I love poetry because it's one poem, but it doesn't have a ton of pictures. My poems only ever have one little picture on them. So it might spark a little bit of a mental image, but they have to come up with the rest. So as we're reading the poem, they have to close their eyes and they have to come up with these mental images of what is happening in the poem and see if their mental image is the same or different as somebody else's in the class. Visualizing is going to be a really important skill when they're working on reading comprehension later on, especially when they get into those older grades and they don't have pictures. Part of reading is being able to create those mental images because it helps us with comprehension. So we want to start working on that now. Poetry is a great way to do that because the pictures are not there. It's not supplied for them. They have to come up with them themselves. And the fifth reason that I love using poetry with my students is that I pair poetry with sign language. So I love teaching my students sign language. I think it is so amazing for them to be able to pair words with signs. It makes it really hands-on and multi-sensory. It's also creating new neural pathways in their brain, which I think is so powerful. We really wanna help our students work on their brain elasticity, making sure that they are developing new connections, we're really strengthening their brain that way and challenging them in new ways. So I use poetry paired with sign language to help improve those skills. So just a recap of the five reasons that I like to use poetry, all of them are related to reading comprehension. Even though they are not reading independently yet, and even though I'm not expecting them to read this poem, I'm just saying it out loud, it is gonna help them with their reading comprehension later on. So I talked about phonological awareness skills, so crucial with reading comprehension language and vocabulary development so crucial with reading comprehension fluency that's going to be a big one as they get older visualizing also very important for reading comprehension and then i like sign language because it's really helping strengthen their brains strengthen those connections in their brains. So those are the five reasons that I use poetry in my classroom. And now I am going to share with you a poem example that I would use with my students. I'm going to show you the sign language and then give you some ideas for how you could use it in your classroom. This is the January poem of the month that I use with my students, and it's called There Was a Little Penguin. So I'm going to recite this poem for you and do the sign language so that you can see how I would teach my students. Ready? Here we go. There was a little penguin who lived in the snow. He swam in the ocean and liked to dive down low. Even though he was a bird, he could not fly, but he liked to slide on his belly. You should give it a try. (laughs) Great job. (laughs) So I would teach that poem to my students for January. I would talk to them about the signs. So the signs I just did for you all go along with a word in the poem. For example, penguin, snow, swam, and dive. All of those signs are going along with the words as I'm saying them. So not only are they learning the signs for the words, but it's helping them remember the poem as well because they have that physical motion that they're doing that goes along with the poem. So I like to teach my students the poem and the signs. We practice it, if not daily, every other day because I want them to memorize it. I'm amazed that three and four-year-olds can memorize this poem in three or four days. They really have these strong memories. They're just sponges, and they're able to memorize the poem, which is so cool. Now, there are so many different ways that you can incorporate poetry into your classroom after you teach it to them, after they have it memorized and you've taught them the signs. So I'm just gonna share a couple of fun things that I've done in the past and I've seen other teachers online do that you might wanna try. One thing I've done in the past with my students is to have a poem of the month challenge. So I teach them the poem of the month, they practice it and once they have it memorized, they recite it to me or to a parent volunteer, and we keep a list of who has it memorized for that month. So let's say one of my students memorized the January poem of the month. They came to school and they recited it for me without any help or a parent volunteer, they could get a check mark next to their name and then I could give them a little prize. They could dig into the treasure chest or a sticker or some some little reward. But then what I love to do is to keep track of who memorized all 10 poems of the month since we were in school for 10 months. Anyone who had all 10 poems memorized would get a special certificate about how they memorized all 10 poems of the month, and it would be a really big deal. So it was a really special party for anyone who remembered all 10 poems of the month. So I really like that because it's not only just that one month's poem, it's about all of the months to see if they can remember them. I have also seen teachers keep a poetry journal, which I think is really fun. And so any journal that you have, these are the ones that I like to use because they have a little space for a picture and then they have the writing lines. You can actually print out a poem. This is the January poem, but I just printed it smaller so that I had two of them on the same page. So then you would just cut this out and you could glue it on one side Let's say you glued it here. And then on the other side, you could have them do something with the poem. Could have them write about it. You could have them draw about it. If you had some sort of a craft that you could glue in, you could do that. Anything to extend the learning for the poem could go on this side. Even if you were having them practice forming letters of words in the poem. So let's say you really wanted to work on how to write the letter P for penguin. They could practice writing the letter P here, anything to do with the poem, but it could be glued here. So you just print it out smaller, two to a page, glue it here, and then you would have some sort of extension activity or idea on this side. And this would be really cool because then you would have all of the poems for the whole year in one spot. So then at the end of the year, it would make a really great keepsake for the parents. The students would get a copy of the poem that they would get to keep. And then the parents would get to see their great extension work that went along with it. So that could be really fun too. If you have any ideas about how you use poetry or a poem of the month, or even some people do a poem of the week in your classroom or with your students, please comment down below and share. I would love to get some more ideas for how to use poetry. And I know anyone else who watches this video would appreciate the ideas as well. So comment below if you have some suggestions. I hope those ideas were helpful for you if you are ready to get started using poetry in your classroom or with your homeschool or with your little ones at home i do have a resource to share with you so i showed you my january poem of the month i actually have a pack that has one poem for every month of the year it's called the poem of the month pack and it's really helpful because then you don't have to go searching google to try to find appropriate poems that are short enough and that have words that are not too complex or topics that are too abstract, these are all perfect for preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten little ones. So when you purchase the Poem of the Month pack, not only do you get the poem for each month, but you also get a link to watch a video of me teaching how to do the sign language that goes along with that poem. So if you're teaching in a classroom, you can put me right on the smart board and I can teach your students what the signs are, or you can just watch me learn the signs and then teach your students yourselves. You don't even have to do all the signs that I do. If you just wanna pick and choose a couple signs, maybe you want to modify it, that's great too. But the video that comes with the poem of the month pack is really helpful because that way you'll get some ideas for maybe some signs you could do with that poem. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning.